Today on the Marvel Cinematic Universe podcast, we are talking about Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Season 5, Episode 15, Rise and Shine. All that after this. Welcome to the Marvel Cinematic Universe podcast. My name is Matthew Carroll. And I'm Jeff Randall. Jeff Randall, what's up, man? Oh, not much, sir. Have you been listening to Wolverine the Long Night? Not yet. I, I keep meaning to go and use our code, uh, and I haven't yet. <laughs> you mean our code cinematic? Yeah, our cinematic card cinematic at stitcher.com slash premium. Yeah, that's the one. That's the one. <laughs> it's a great story, um, man. Uh, they've got five <laughs> episodes out so far. Oh, man, that sounds awesome. I'm just like, I'm digging in more and more and more and more. And I'm, they've got me in there. And I've got like theories about the main characters. I'm like, maybe they're not who they say they yeah, are. And I noticed like, uh, there's I noticed, intrigue. I noticed also they have something called the Marvel After Show that looked looked official on Stitcher Premium. Oh, yeah? And uh, I was wondering if it had to do with the Wolverine the Long Night, like if they're talking about the thing or if they're just talking about general Marvel stuff like we do. I haven't listened yet. I haven't listened I to have new no things idea. this week yet. Um, but. Uh, I, I hope to, and if the listeners uh, again, we're we're doing a promotion uh, for that. <laughs> Just go to, go to Stitcher.com/slash/premium and use the code Cinematic, and you get access to Stitcher Premium for a while. If you don't use Stitcher, I do. It's awesome. It's a great uh, podcatcher. But um, the premium service has a bunch of originals and also ad-free versions of some of your favorite stuff. Um, yeah, so it's cool. You should all go get it, and it helps our podcast out because. They give us a little cut of everybody who does a paid subscription. So check it out. Stitcher.com slash premium. Uh, code cinematic for our podcast. Okay. Yeah, I, think I'm, I think I'm about to be hit for uh, for a month of subscription. And I'm I'm not mad. Right. I'm not mad at all. As good as the show has been, I'm, I'm not mad. Well, it, it's, it's not very expensive. And you can do it yearly. I did it once for a whole year. And it was like, it's only 30 bucks. There's 30, maybe 40. But if you think about that, amortized over a whole year and how much extra podcasting you get out of it, it's pretty sweet. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so if you're a Stitcher user already, it's a no-brainer. And if you're not, I would consider checking it out. Uh, it's, um, it's my favorite podcatcher. It's, it's what I use. It also keeps a little tra- – there's a tally in the settings of how many hours you've listened to podcasts on Stitcher. Oh, God. It is embarrassing. <laughs> it is – <laughs> downright embarrassing when I when I like while we're while, we should move on but um I'm gonna look it up on my on my Stitcher and see if it's see see how much what what I'm up to now because it's like it's like weeks of weeks and weeks of my life that I've spent listening to podcasts oh that's nothing sir uh World of Warcraft has a slash played oh yeah uh, thing that you can type in and it'll tell you how long you've been you've spent in game yeah and when it got to like several years of time played, I was like, "Okay, I might need to reassess my priorities here." Okay, it was more than I thought. Um, <laughs> it's over a year. I've listened to over a year of podcasts. It's three hundred ninety-seven days Ooh. of podcasting. Ooh, <laughs> like it comes up as like two thousand or nine thousand five hundred twenty-nine hours. <laughs> That's several. That's a lot of podcasting. That's that's why I started podcasting because I love them so much. <laughs> okay, let's <laughs> let's get let's get to let's get to talking about Shield. Uh, this okay. week's this week's episode was maybe my favorite episode in a while. Really? Yeah, for real. Your absolute favorite in a while. <laughs> I l- I've liked a lot of this season. It's been really good, but I don't know. I guess part of it is the self-contained nature of the story. It just felt like a very moving. Um, the story felt very moving and very like. 
contained. I've I've been so I used to love Gotham. I've talked about it on this podcast before. I really like Gotham for the first couple seasons. But yeah. I think I've actually started to dislike Gotham um, because every episode, it feels like they have to get every character, every, they have to give every character something to do every episode. It's such an ensemble cast. And sometimes S.H.I.E.L.D. can be that way, where they, you know, every episode, Fitz has to have some Somebody's sort of... Somebody's involved in a story. Yeah. They, they, it's almost like every episode, everyone has to have some sort of change in their character. And which can get really exhausting. And I don't I don't think Shield is bad about this, but Gotham is. It's like every episode of Gotham, someone is changing alliances, someone is solving a problem, someone is doing this. And it's like you've got eighteen different storylines going on and it, they feel like they have to make a little bit of progress in every one. And sometimes it's just great to have an episode like this where you just take all of that away and focus on a character, like in this case a villain, and just tell her story. You know, yeah. and I don't even know about a villain anymore. They they really humanized her in this episode. Well, the the really cool thing about it is that not only are we exploring this person that we knew nothing about who could likely be a villain, but she's so connected to everything that we've seen in the series so far that it almost feels like, abs- like it it feels silky smooth riding into her story just to like oh. That's how she fits into my world. Yeah, and it's it's great the way they connected it to 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 past characters who we haven't seen in a while. Like Sitwell was dropped. You yeah, know, was Jasper like, Sitwell. That was wonderful. By the way, yeah. Spoiler alert. Yeah, <laughs> we, oh, yeah. <laughs> we didn't do that, but this is the Agents of Shield episode. You should know we're talking about Shield. Um, the, <laughs> Three, two, one. Man, Jasper Sitwell shows up. I hate. I almost hate that we had to do, to record so late this week because I was as soon as this episode was, I watched the episode on like. Sunday or Saturday, I was like, we need a cast because this one's good. <laughs> like, I just really enjoyed yep. um, Hale just as a character and showing Hydra, like, sort of how it works and Hydra's little um, special uh, special training program. And just, it was, it was really interesting. Yeah, it, um, like, you got to see Daniel Whitehall again. So, the, oh, wait. God, there's so many things. Oh my God! There's so many things. I just I just connected another one, like a little Easter egg, when Talbot was uh, was first being questioned by Ruby and General Hale in the room where she had the device. He called her a Kraken, and Kraken in the comics is Daniel Whitehall's code name. Oh yeah, I, I think that was more of just a just a just a squid joke. Nope, but. It was definitely a Marvel Easter egg. Nah, I doubt it. Um, <laughs> uh, but no, no, I, I loved, I loved his response to Ruby. I loved all of his Hydra uh, insults and stuff. But I also, um, I particularly loved how Coulson handled being captured. Yes. Um, oh my god. <laughs> and the 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 discrepancy between Coulson and Talbot being captured. That was so much fun. <laughs> yep. Yep. Talbot's all. Just like, everybody listen to me and bow to me. I am the best here. And Coulson's just like, man, screw this. I'm going back to my room. I don't oh, wait. I'm taking this cereal. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's a C. This, I give this thing a C or whatever. It was <laughs> like, a C minus. C minus. And he looks at the cereal. It's like C plus. Is that very berry berries or something like that? <laughs> C plus. Um, 
That was great. Um, and just him, he just he just knows how to outspy the spies, and I just love mm-hmm. him. I love him so well, he's much. Seen all these tactics before? Yeah, and he's like, I see what this is. You're trying to make me feel off balance. I'm not off balance. I'm happy in my room eating cereal. That's me. That's who I am. <laughs> um, that's that's what I'm about. You come to me. You come to me when you need need help. Right. It was really. And not really only great. did he go into his room, he closed the door. <laughs> um. Also, I think it was literally just last week. Um, it was literally last week. It was either on the cast or off the cast. I can't really remember. We were we were talking about where is Talbot? Like I don't I was like I don't remember what happened to Talbot, <laughs> and I still don't. <laughs> I don't remember why he how he got injured. Oh no no no, that's right. He got shot Daisy, by Daisy. Daisy by. shot him. Yeah. But we didn't ever find out if he died or not or what happened to him. And this no, episode, he was he was still alive. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, I, we yeah. we definitely know that now. I didn't remember. No, didn't in remember. the in in season four, they were like Talbot's in a coma, so you know you guys are bad. Yeah, Bot shot him. I I did not remember him being in a coma, but this was uh, this was a great reveal that he's been you know in there the whole time. Yeah, I I like that we got to see at least a little bit of his recovery and how the uh, how like you know losing function in part of his brain has affected his personality. And, you know, he's got that temper now. Yeah. Yeah. Which he, control. Let's face it, he was always a bit of a temperful guy, but, um, yeah, even with his but family. he was always controlled. Oh, yeah. He was definitely always a lot more under control. It was really sad to see Talbot in this state. And particularly yeah, sad to see him in this state and then in the hands of Hydra. God, it it killed me when he was yelling at his at his son. Saying like that's not a cat. I'm like, but it's 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 a cat. It's a type of cat. Yeah, it's a tiger. You know, it's a tiger, but like, it's still a cat, man. Come on. Yeah, that was awful. Ugh. Um. So, what do you think? What do you think of Hale's uh, motivations now? Her plan to 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 make all this, uh, you know, to 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 try to try to hurt the Confederacy or show some power to the Confederacy so they they know that uh, that Earth's not to be messed with. I don't know what I think about that, honestly. Do you think the Confederacy has this whole uh, plot line of of, of someone coming to Earth to take over Earth? Is the Confederacy somehow involved with Thanos? No, 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 no. Uh, We saw, we heard about the Confederacy from uh, Cassius. Talk about my father's Confederacy. Sure. And. His father tried to invade before, like he had mentioned that. He said, I was going to succeed where my father failed. And, like, that's all that is, is uh, that confederacy of of <clears throat> other races bringing a war to Earth. Sure, and, but the way they said it this time, it didn't sound like the confederacy itself was attacking Earth. It, the way they talked about it was, there's a war coming to Earth. That's what I'm saying. Like it's it's a war that's going on, and they've kept it away from Earth, but it's coming to Earth now. And I don't know that that I don't know that tracks. I, I don't. I, there's not necessarily. They didn't say a war is going on. The war is coming to Earth. Just means someone is attacking Earth. Like someone is attacking Earth. It doesn't mean there's a war necessarily going on elsewhere. Well, if it's if it's the Kree, to me that says Kree Scroll War. Possible. But not necessarily. Not necessarily. That could have. That could be over once we. We'll find that out more in in a 
in um, goodness Captain Marvel. Captain Marvel, I'm sure, but uh, we don't know that. We just know that someone's coming to Earth to attack, and we don't even know that it's the Kree. We know that a Kree is involved because of Cassius's father's involved, but this other guy does not look like a Kree. So, my my point is, I wonder if somehow the, this confederacy. I wonder if this somehow this invasion that they're saying because when they when they talked about it specifically, they didn't say we're coming to attack Earth. They said. Earth is about to be under attack, and we, as the Confederacy, can guarantee protection for a certain element of Earth or whatever. Um, and I wonder if that I wonder if that's going because of the timing, I wonder if that's going to be a Thanos situation. Like they know that Thanos is coming and they think they can protect Earth uh somehow or whatever. Yeah, but like Thanos coming says less about like to me that doesn't say that a war is coming. I don't see how it's not. Just, you've got literally Thanos. Ar- you've literally got armies. That's not just Thanos. He has. No, no, we've it's, seen. It's we've armies. seen. We've seen these outrider armies. Like that is a war, man. It's called Infinity War. <laughs> the movie is called <laughs> Infinity War. I think you just lost. <laughs> no, no, it's an invasion. It's, it's a an war. Alien invasion. It's an Infinity War. It's an inv- invasion. It's a Thanos invasion. When you stand up to an invasion, that's called a war. <laughs> like nah, that's what that it is. Make any oh my sense. gosh, the movie's nah, called nah. Infinity War. You lost. <laughs> okay. <laughs> the argument is I lost. still don't think that's the war that they're talking about. I'm though. not saying it is. I'm just saying the timing is possible. It's it's suspect. I, it could be. It almost feels... And, and we know that they've talked about wanting to have... A, it seems like they're going for some sort of tie-in because of the way they've uh, set up the season and the way they have uh, they've kept S.H.I.E.L.D. going to Infinity War. It seems like they had some sort of plan. And I wonder if, if all of this is going to be related to, to, the, to the Infinity War. Um, well, we. It's just weird uh, that two alien invasions are happening in the same, uh, probably month uh, on this <laughs> on this show and in the movie. And it's like if it's not the same war, I almost feel like they're overdoing it or something. Like it's too many wars, man. Many, Bring it, it down. Too much alien. Or, or unless, of course, on Agents of Shield, they're just able to stop this one, and that might be what happens. But um, could be. It, it would just Who be knows? weird if if an alien force attacks on Shield. And then, like, the next week you have Infinity War comes out and an alien force is attacking uh, and the Avengers are defending. It's just like, where were the Avengers last week when uh, the other invading, invading force came? It, it'll be weird. Um, I, th- I think dealing with the for all one. of those reasons, I think it's possible that this is some sort of, like, side deal that they're striking with Thanos or something, like, to try to protect Earth using Hydra or something. Yeah, but I think this that's forcing Agents of Shield into the narrative and I just don't think that that works. I it might be. I I I'm I'm with you. So the the uh it, it could be forcing it if it doesn't work. But so far it's not it, like season 1, we talk about them forcing the narrative and we don't like that because they did it in season 1 and it caused problems. This season we haven't had that problem. So if it ends up being that that's what's going on, I don't. I won't feel like it's been forced because they did a good job of telling the story. Otherwise, I would love for this to be a tie-in to Infinity War. I would like for it to be a tie-in to Infinity War and have it be uh, acknowledged on the movie side. Sure, but Absolutely. otherwise, it it just kind of feels like they're like, oh, I see that's going on. We're doing something like that too. Yeah, we're we're related. Unle- yeah. Unless they do something like Thanos showing up on the TV show. Which that would also be totally cool with me if, if like you 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 saw, 
even if in a small way you saw the Confederacy making a deal with Thanos for like, yes, you're going to destroy half the population or whatever his plans are, but after that's gone, we're going to own Earth. Cool? And he's like, cool. <laughs> like, um, <laughs> like, like, like that. That could be a back backdoor deal that like th- this company's th- this Confederacy is trying to make because they think that Earth is a source of resources they can use in their war or whatever. Maybe. I still just don't see that working. Um, I don't know. I don't know how can, it would work. It's just to, just to like, it just seemed weird because it didn't, they said specifically, the Confederacy said specifically a war is coming. They didn't say we're coming to attack. They just said we can provide protection. And it was, it was a weird way of wording it. it did, they didn't say like, um, you know, they didn't say Cassius's father is coming to take, coming to attack earth. They said a war is coming and Cassius's Confederacy here wants to like, um, wants to make a deal with you, and, and I, that, that to me makes it seem like a third party to the war. But I don't know. Just it, it's it's an open question. I yeah, in yeah. my mind. I and looking at the uh, the titles of the the next four episodes because that's what's online uh, does not really give any clues either. Right. I'm glad. Yeah. I'm glad. I mean, that, um, it's just speculation, just rampant speculation. I don't know. Yeah, um, yeah. Anything else in this episode you want to uh, touch on before we go to feedback? Yes. Did you notice Peter Mensa? Peter Mensa, no. Who's that? He was uh, he was the guy that, like, rather he's the actor that was playing the shadowy guy that Hale talked to, and then subsequently Hale and Coulson talked to. Um, okay. Who was you know talking about the Confederacy, but he's also the actor who uh, gave, I guess, control. Of um, of Blonsky to General Ross in The Incredible Hulk. Huh. So just probably just a reuse of the same actor. <laughs> yeah, it's probably a reuse of the same actor, but I really want to think that General Joe Greller is an in-disguise alien. Okay. Or was an in-disguise well, that, alien. That would be fun. <laughs> that would for sure. Wouldn't it? Um, yeah. <laughs> cool. Um, well, uh, let's let's get to some feedback. Okay, let's see what we got. So, Mark Margo said on Twitter, "Love it. They retconned that everyone in Hydra would have to kill their pet dog as their final test, so that Ward wouldn't have been the only one." Yeah, yeah. It's kind of like a it's kind of like a dark Kingsman. Yeah, didn't they? They, they, they the exact same thing in Kingsman. Well, yeah, they they used a blank. Oh like yeah, you have in, to you have to be willing to shoot your dog. I got you. Give up everything. But in but in this, they're doing it for real. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're actually killing their animal. That is dark. That is dark. Dark, dark, dark. Um. Yep. Yeah. This 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 next one, this sparks so much conversation. Okay. Do we want to do we want to save it for last? Because it. I mean, might... we can either way. Okay. Let's let's okay the. Jeff Jeff GC the Joker because he's spelled G E O F anyway uh, <laughs> says Adam to you guys I find myself using Simmons quote of taking it slow as long as you're going in the right direction is a true motivation the show is not always the greatest but has its good moments for sure yeah for sure that's a great uh, that is a great quote great motivation I uh, yep. I've been feeling a lot of good motivation lately I'm I'm, I'm feeling it <laughs> yeah. That's good. I actually, uh, I actually used that quote uh, to somebody recently, and I only have uh, 
Gemma Simmons to thank for that. Yeah, I like that. I'm gonna I'm gonna remember that. Taking it taking it slow as long as you're moving the right direction. Yep. Doesn't matter how big a step you take as long as you take one. Yeah. Yeah. So Trent at Mobile Morris on Twitter says at MCU cast hashtag AOS latest episode OMG all caps exclamation mark. It just keeps getting better every week. I was wrong about Ruby. Is she sin? Hashtag Red Skull name drop gets me thinking. I loved Clark Greg Colson's lunchroom shtick. Hashtag <laughs> shield. Hashtag hail Hydra with H-A-L-E. Hashtag it's a trap. I love that Daisy called out like hail Hydra. Come on. Yeah. We, we made that call. We made that joke last week and she'd straight up did it. So who is this sin? That's who you're wanting to talk about. I'm guessing. Oh yes. Oh yes. So sin in the comics is the daughter of Red Skull. Also, uh, let me see. Also in comics, she uh, picks up the hammer of Skadi and takes on the power of Skadi, who is the herald of the serpent. The serpent is in Norse mythology and in the comics, the god of fear and kind of the ruler of fear. Uh, turns out that he's also Odin's brother. Cull, I believe is his name. Anyway, so Odin cast him out and that's the serpent that uh that is going to battle thor in the days of ragnarok and or like battle they kill each other and then the days of ragnarok start anyway um that's just general norse mythology but daughter of red skull talking about uh fear and right now they're leading leaning heavily into the fear dimension i'm wondering if they might be going for a small comics version of Fear Itself, the Fear Itself comic, where multiple people got uh, hammers and became breakers of something. There was Hulk became the breaker of worlds. Uh, the Absorbing Man, actually, uh, Carl, Carl Crusher Creel, became the breaker of souls, I believe it was. Okay. And there were others like the Grey Gargoyle and... Uh, Somebody else was Breaker of Oceans, and there was like Breaker of Men, Breaker of Wills, Breaker of Faith, etc. But they're kind of building a team, and they're, they're leaning into that Breaker of, or not Breaker of, but Destroyer of Worlds. It sounds a lot like Breaker of Worlds to me. Right. And then, like, could be, could possibly be Sin, Red Skull's daughter. The fear dimension was a big thing for f several episodes and still kind of is sitting there. It, mm, <laughs> I'm kind of thinking they might be going toward fear itself. Hmm, interesting. I don't, I don't know. And that, that so, was definitely so a war. Sin was just a part of that, is what you're saying. She was kind of the leader. Right. That, see, that seems, I mean, no, no, yeah. And, and th that, if they're making a team of breakers, which Carl Crutcher Creel and Sin being on there would be a big uh clue to that i guess um but i don't really yeah. see them i don't i don't see the north mythology connection yet at all okay but but we but we might get there yeah yeah uh so so she didn't have anything to do with north mythology herself uh sin no She's she, she took on of... the powers she got possessed basically okay is she a child of red school in the comics yes okay sin is sin is okay gotcha Scotty is not Gotcha. 
but in this, it's kind of like a spiritual child of Red Skull, given the way she was created and everything. I, right, right. I thought Hale's... I, lo- I loved Hale's motivations in this episode, and I, and I really loved the thing where they made her, you know, controlled her body, I guess. Like, that was, that was a really harsh, kind of just awful thing she she had to go through with uh, being forced to have this child, you know? Yeah, um, being forced to be like fertilized in vitro and yeah that like that's not that's worse than having to kill your own dog i would think yeah like having to give up control of your own body for sure for sure and there's all kinds of like you know patriarchy and like um like sort of just women's rights implications with that 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 that, that, that hydra um you know hydra movement there uh Oh, it, was a, it was just really rough. Her, her being, and also just her being respected as an agent. Like she trained so well and was head of her class. And they're like, you know what you got? Birth and hips. Like, like that is just really <laughs> awful. Um, it was just awful, awful, awful. And it's like, I don't know. It was like, <laughs> it was, I, I didn't expect her to be that kind of evil. Like, <laughs> Yeah, it, oh, was, man. it was rough, man. That was it. Was just like the darkness of Hydra was just uh, even more readily apparent in that moment, and it was it was interesting. It was interesting the way they went with that. Yeah, they're they're all kinds of evil. Like if there's a kind of evil that you can find, they're it. Yeah, mm. they're that too. <laughs> well, man, this is uh, this has been good. I, I'm, I'm excited to see next week's, uh, which actually comes on today. We're recording this on Friday, so tonight uh, is t- to the next episode. I'm really, really excited. Uh, but we are the Marvel Cinematic Universe Podcast. Uh, if you want to reach out to us, hit us up at mcucast.com, at mcucast on Twitter, facebook.com slash mcucast, mcucast at gmail.com, or reach out to us at 573-CAST-MCU if you want to leave a voicemail. Um, we got a new Patreon this, patron this week. We appreciate you. Uh, thank you so much. Um, like uh, So any of you guys that are still doing the Patreon thing, um, uh, we've had people that have been patrons for almost, you know, eight or nine months now and it's really really awesome it's been really it's coming really up support- on a year yeah 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 it's been really supportive of the cast um, appreciate all of you guys um and um a lot of things coming to y'all soon uh if you want to reach out and become a patron uh patreon.com slash mcu cast it's how to support the cast um it just you know you can a little as a dollar or even 50 cents and it just like uh Every time we post a cast, um, you know, for every once a week, and we we never do it more than once a week. So, um, we never charge more than once a week. We often have more than one one episode, but never charge more than once a week. So, um, please uh, go over there and check it out if you've been thinking about it. Uh, now's a great time. Um, we're coming up on a bunch of cool episodes coming soon, um, and hopefully we'll be able to do a bunch of commissioned episodes real soon. Um, all right, everybody, thank you so much. We'll be back. Uh, in the next day or two with the Jessica Jones episode. Um, and we're excited to do a big wrap-up cast for that. Talk to you soon. Until next time, true believers. Uh-huh.